Welcome to the Freedom Fantasy League Podcast with your hosts, Rob Johnson and Adam Almeida. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of the interim host team led Freedom Fantasy Podcast. Uh, I'm your... (laughs) <laughs> I'm your guest host, Michael Turtica. I'm here with my co-host, Adam Ryan Allmeter. Adam, uh, tell me how you're feeling. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the day like in Jackson Hole? <laughs> it, it is a hole, but it is not Jackson Hole, because Jackson Hole would be dope as shit. I would love to live in a uh, Look, I'll just be honest with you. I ordered a blonde coffee, blonde roast coffee from Starbucks probably about four minutes ago. Uh, and by four minutes ago, like probably like five, ten minutes ago, the jabroni who ordered it didn't tell me that they were out of blonde roast coffee and they would have to do a pour over for ten minutes. And I said, no, just give me the regular roast coffee. And they were like, it's still going to take ten minutes because of the pour over. And I was like, no, it's not. Just give me the regular drip coffee. And they gave me a regular drip coffee. So I didn't get anything that I actually wanted. And now I have labeled this Starbucks the worst Starbucks I've ever been to. How's your day going? <laughs> it's going pretty well. That was a scintillating tale. Quite well told. I think it can be Thank taken you. as a, a metaphor for our society now and a great Rolling Stones cut. You can't always get what you want. But if you try but sometimes, you, try some <laughs> you just might fucking find you get what you need, which is often a swift kick in the keister. Or, or a coffee that is too darkly roasted. <laughs> or a coffee that is mediocre and not what I ordered. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, thank you for filling in right before you go to work, by the way. It's okay. It's fabulous. Huge fan. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, ain't no thing. It's, it's my honor, my pleasure. What job is this you're going to? Oh, uh, the Best Buy. I'm an inventory uh I'm basically a stock boy so yeah it'll be, nice. be a good time holiday i'm an inventory team. specialist what's that i'm an inventory specialist that is exactly and... my job title actually all right well um, so, yeah. yes, as always we have much to discuss um i think we need to step right on through this thing adam do you care to fire away um just those matchup recap our scores from week 11 i most certainly do and we're gonna go in 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 chronological order here we got dustin with a paltry 60 points versus a very formidable phil with 125 points easy win for phil on that one kissing tds good old-fashioned curd felton 140 over the uh, unfortunately knocked out Bobby uh, 103. We have the Lindsey Palestrini versus the Dirks Diggler. Eric versus Bird, 150 to 101. Whew, Bird, you're looking clean going into the stretch here. We got the brown note, good old-fashioned Robert Jeffrey Johnson versus the Young Way Coos. And I just want to verify, I was talking to Rob earlier today, and, and he was supposed to change his name to the Young Way Coos, uh, but he, for some reason, thought that that was too easy. 
uh, and went with the brown note. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Rob Rob hands it to Nick, 136 to 110. And your league and division leader uh, with another win, 113 over the Paul Schumacher 101. Uh, great week of matchups. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've really hit our stride for what our teams are going to do. Bird, your team looks great. Well, thank you very much. I'm sure there will be uh, much dick sucking of one another's teams as we move through the matchup recaps. Uh, I'd like to now step through the standings, see where those beautiful matchups landed us uh, after week 11. Uh, in 10th place, we've got Bobby Sir Francis Drake, Calzaretta. In ninth, it's Ooh. Dustin Charles de Gallman, Shahidapur. In eighth, it is Nick Jimmy Rogers Ryan. I'm going with uh, historically themed. So it's mostly Anglo, some American, some British. <laughs> uh, in seventh, it is Michael Brain Dead like Jim Brady, Burdica. In sixth, it's Paul Benedict Darnold Schumacher. In fifth, we've got Eric Jefferson Davis Bachman. In fourth, it is the Phil Bertrand Russell Cross. In third, it is Robert Dred Scott Johnson. In second, it is Kirk Mike Glennon. And in first, oh, Felson. And in first, it is Adam Zachary Taylor Allmeter. All right. That list is a little Anglo Saxon bird. Yeah. Just like Orwell's writing. All right. All right. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, um, my favorite writer, Christopher Hitchens, described um, Orwell as, as a bit Anglo-Saxon on the page, you know, a little, little bit dry, a little bit um, uh, clear. Well, I mean, it, it was his advantage. He was very clear, very simple, spoke about complex mm -hmm. ideas in an accessible way. Any, any uh, farts? Let's do that's getting it. Um, yeah, let's let's get it on. Let, let's discuss a little bit um, of these matchups here. Uh, let's take it yeah. from the top of your layout. Uh, Phil versus Dustin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to linger too long here. That horse is long dead, and I don't need to beat it anymore. But yeah, Dustin really uh, struggling, throwing up another dud here. Um, kind of mm -hmm. a bummer to see um, Phil with a, a strong week, a solid week. He's um, I, I commented last week that he was fighting for his playoff life. I think that was only because he was in sixth, um, but mm -hmm. he, he's that was a little uh, hyperbolic. I think he's I think he's well established um, in, in the playoff picture. He'd have to do some serious tanking to um, lose that spot. Uh, All meter. Uh, what do you think of this matchup? I, really, my main takeaway here is 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 more or less what you're going with here. Dustin's team, yeah, really. This this, this is there's nothing new here. Phil's team performed admirably. Uh, good work with the QBs this week. Sorry about James Conner. Uh, you know, not 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 too much, not too little. Uh, it's a very solid Phil performance, and he's looking like he's 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 on his way to making the playoffs. We'll see how his team performs when we get there. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, you know, depth going forward. Uh, I don't know why we have so many, um, middle of the road quarterbacks. We can ask them later, but, um, yeah, solid performance from Phil. Sorry, Dustin. It's just not your year. We'll get him next year. <laughs> uh, what, forgive me, Almeter. What was the uh, second matchup you had, had outlined there? 
That was yeah, um, do we have Kurt and Bobby here? Kurt and Bobby, yes, indeed. Um, one forty against one hundred four. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, another another clunker for Bobby. Um, yeah, I, I was the only one who had the grace or the stupidity to pick him in pick him last week. Um, yeah, yeah, he had uh, 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 Keenan Allen trying to give his team a little last gasp and um, save his dignity, but uh, nothing doing. Kurt really, I, I got to say, a balanced performance from his squad. Um, did it with a, a kind of a an interim QB with PJ Walker. Um, strong. He's he's looking as as good as he's been. Uh, not to fillet him too much. Um, uh, but if I talk about him enough, maybe he'll make a GIF tailored specifically for me. And that's really what I'm going for here. Uh, Adam, <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> what say you about this one? Um, I, the, let me ask you this. Is, is Jameese Winston, uh, is, is he playing this weekend? Or why? why <laughs> I can't remember if Drew Brees was out last week. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not yeah. sure, honestly. Okay, yeah. I was trying to figure uh, out why he got zero. Uh, wasn't, the the hosts on this program are always well informed. We it's what we, we we go the extra mile for our audience. I don't look. Look, I'll be honest with you. Kurt's team scares me too much to pay attention to a weekly basis. It's kind of like <laughs> like all things that bring anxiety with my life. I have to avoid it like the plague. Um, so you you don't uh, you don't advocate for cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, huge fan of cognitive behavioral therapy. But in the meantime, before I get to the cognitive behavioral therapy, I have to avoid. We'll tackle Kurt's team with my therapist in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, other division. Okay, sounds we'll good. go that route. You're waiting for the stakes <laughs> to be high enough. Understood. Exactly. Understood. If I can avoid it, I will. Yeah, yeah. Just like mold, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Kurt's team is a solid performing uh. team. There's there's nothing outlandish about this. Um, look forward to uh, 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 seeing him. Hopefully not in the playoffs, but great running back core. Um, nothing too nothing too fancy here. This is just a well balanced team. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Uh, good luck in the playoffs. Right on. All right, our next uh, matchup for Week Eleven, I believe, was uh, myself against uh, Eric Bachman, Dirk's Diggler here. Um, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you lead, uh, this discussion. Uh, try not to suck, uh, my dick too much. I, I mean, I'm, I've already come twice and it's very tender. So just, just be gentle. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, uh, don't even, yeah, yeah. That, that, that derailed any train of thought that I was <laughs> Look, Vertica, your team is astoundingly good. I, I basically post Rob trade. Rob gave you like the juiciest of watermelons for the, for, for, for the rest of the season. I, you're in line for the playoffs, right? You're in seventh place. So, so there's, there's a shot at you making the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, you're, you're, you're primed and ready to go on this one. Um, I'm so glad that somebody uh, made the right pick on quarterbacks this week. Uh, and I don't know if it was you uh, or if you had a few, uh, of you us, know, really- a few of us had it. I think Phil was right. I was right. Paul was right for the first time. Hey, oh, shout out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is living the dream. Nice work, Paul. Um, but yeah, yeah. Your team looked filthy out there. Sorry about Thielen getting a uh, COVID this week, by the way. And, uh, but otherwise, I mean, you're, you're, you're poised and ready for the playoffs. Uh, Eric's team under, 
uh, you know, you know, we've said it a million times his wide receivers look really, really good most weeks, um, but they weren't able to get him uh, moving forward or make up the difference that his running backs, uh, uh, you know, the, the hole that his running backs left him uh, and his quarterbacks. I mean, like what a train wreck, uh, you know, running with a, a Browns team is. Um, but, you know, here we are. Uh, Eric has a solid team. He's going to run with his wide receivers. Uh, dangerous team if everything aligns, and this was just not the week where it aligned. Yeah, um, yeah, his Q position is looking uh, a little, little rough. Uh, I was, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that my uh, team, that the Browns defense belied right, my remarks on the last podcast. That's always ill-advised to start them twenty points. That was a nice little gift. Had it well in hand <laughs> um, with, without that, but definitely helps me for uh, playoff prospects. Yeah, you, you mentioned Thielen going down. Have had some some big names this week. You mentioned James Conner as well. Uh, Schumacher's got to deal with mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. That game was backed up. So yeah, COVID continues to rear its uh, ugly twat and slap its labia in our faces, and something we've all got to deal with as fantasy owners. But um, yeah, it's a hardship. But uh, we're, <laughs> we're getting through it one uh, day at a time. All right. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I think we can uh, safely move on to the next matchup. Let's talk Brown Note. I think that's a pretty solid name there, Rob, uh, versus Young Ways Koo, uh, Nick Ryan. Um, Nick, uh, I'm, I'm, I definitely appreciate that uh, Rob beat him since I'm competing with him for a playoff spot. Um, but it would have been nice to see uh, Rob take one on the chin as well. Uh, I think Nick... Um, you know, his team was all right this week. He just had a, a couple duds. He, he couldn't get it done. Uh, started uh, Travis Fulgham, who seems to be fading from the Philly picture. Um, had mm-hmm. Rex Burkhead go down. That's no good. Um, but it's also not good that he's in your lineup. Um, and then uh, Deshaun Watson, who, who has performed very well for the past two weeks, after I traded him, I guess that's the motivation he needed. You're welcome, Rob. It's unbelievable what what has happened with Deshaun Watson this weekend because we're you know taping on Saturday. Sixty points between him and Will Fuller is disgusting. I'm just appalled and and upset on every level. Uh, we, we have established that projections don't mean anything, but right now for week um, twelve, Rob's projected for one seventy, which of which we can all be jealous. Yeah, man, a soft set, a soft one seventy right now is, is the number that I'm not uh, aiming at every weekend. A soft um, one seventy. Nick has been ravaged at running back this year. I mean, just you know, the Christian McCaffrey being out and just having this lingering issue. Uh, well, well, two issues. You know, you know, high ankle sprain followed by you know the shoulder thing going on there. Um, and then and then you know Rex Burkhead now out for the season. But I know Nick will keep fighting through it. Uh, he, his playoff hopes are still technically there. So, you know, you know, this is this is not the end of the line for Nick. Uh, really good quarterback output. As long as he kind of, you know, you know, he's just going to have to do what he does every week, weekend. And, um, you know, Zach Moss is coming back, too. Um, but he just has to ride that waiver wire, find the players that are going to be hot. And and he, he can squeeze into a playoff berth still. I'm not I'm not uh, leaving out hope on this one. So, yeah, I mean, either. And he, he has shown shown some resilience uh i'm facing him this week and um i'm hoping 
that I beat him, of course, but uh, be interesting. Going forward, everyone's kind of rooting for this guy. Um, mm-hmm. All right, uh, last matchup. I'll I'll lead it off here. We've got. Um, uh, excuse me. No, it's not the last matchup. Uh, Kiss and TDs. Kurt against Bobby. Did we already do that? Yes, we did. We'll cut. Yeah, this we did out. that one. Yes, we did. It is a last <laughs> matchup. Adam one thirteen over Schumacher uh, one hundred one. <laughs> Adam, you, uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel <laughs> Jay Luton give you negative points. That's a rough one. Uh, but as usual, your main guys, uh, pull, pulled you out here. Uh, Murray and cook with both strong performances. Um, I, I was a little bummed. I, I thought Schumacher had a, a good chance against you this week. I, I picked you in pick them, but, um, yeah, he was, uh, he was solid. Honestly, like if if Jake Luton doesn't, you know, just yeah, I mean, and obviously he's not. I mean, I have already dropped him because that was such a pitiful performance. Uh, if he doesn't just absolutely shit himself, I get my normal like one twenty, one thirty, or something like that. That's a very you know respectable score. Um, Paul's team just did not get going, and with Lamar Jackson on COVID, Todd Gurley out. Uh, Jay Burrow on injured reserve or Joe Burrow on in, injured reserve. I mean, I mean, there's, there's like, I am not, I'm not looking forward to being, uh, uh managing Paul's team. Uh, thankfully yeah. I don't because it's Paul. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's just so many, it's just getting worn out looking over there. Um, <laughs> but he hung in the game. I was kind of nervous for most of this. Um, especially after uh, good old uh, my boy, uh, my boy Jake uh, puts up a uh, negative two points and pulls a Kirk Cousins there. Um, but but, you know, you know, but I, I, a weird performance from Paul's team. Um, I do not look forward to uh, the decisions that Paul has to make uh, to, to finish out the season. I'm in agreement. And again, the, the theme comes up when you pair the COVID with the injuries. It, it seems to be that the most successful squads this year. I mean, everybody in fantasy always deals with injuries, but have been, I mean, it always a high degree of luck involved as well, but it seems to be the top teams have had the fewest uh, COVID cases and, you know, maybe you could throw injuries in there too. Um, Definitely Mm -hmm. at the end of the season worth some examination. Again, the disease sucks, the pandemic blows, but I think um, as we've discussed, it's an interesting wrinkle. All right, I think that'll yeah. do it for the matchup recaps. Very quickly, I want to uh, establish the pick'em results for last week. Um, I don't really matter. I was three for five. Uh, Kurt, Rob, and yourself, Adam, you all went four for five. Um, Kurt and Rob oh. picked uh, my and Eric's matchup incorrectly. You picked your own incorrectly, picking Paul. <laughs> Trying to game the system, you son of a bitch. So now the... Uh, Pick them standings. Adam, you're in the lead at 38. Kurt with 36 and Rob with 35. Again, a still a tight one. Uh, I have confidence that um, Lips will overtake uh, the lead in the coming weeks. I think he's he, he's got you guys. I like his pick em mojo, his pick em magic. All Bold right. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's running out of weeks to overtake. Uh, so good luck, Kurt. That's true. I'm just going to put one more point in on this uh, pick'em thing. Ironically, our pick'em standings are the exact same as the league standings. I'm both first place in the league and the pick'em. Kurt is both second place in the pick'em and 
uh, uh, second place in the league. And Rob is also third place <laughs> in the league and Pickham. With Burdica, you are correct. You are irrelevant in both. Well, <laughs> well that's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's delightful. Give me, give me one second. Let me um, very quickly call Phil and see if he wants the Zoom link or the, um, uh, the, the phone link. I think he wants the Zoom. While, while, while Burdica does that, I'm just going to give him something else that he can edit out. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> all I want to say is I don't want to give you know, kudos to Rob while he's here. Um, because I don't want to stoke anyone's ego. That's not very Midwestern of me. But I always want to say a big shout out uh, and thank you to Rob. Uh, Rob, you make our league uh, so much more fun and enjoyed, uh, enjoyable and committed uh, uh, just by all the extra things that you come up with. Uh, to, to, to be a part of the podcast on a weekly basis is awesome uh, to, to keep it rolling uh, throughout the year uh, with, with awesome emails and uh, fun ideas um all really 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 uh appreciated so thank you rob now on to one more final uh bit of housekeeping news uh we are looking at next year's draft location and while rob and i were talking on the phone yesterday a couple ideas came up um you know denver is definitely uh, a possibility um at one point dustin said the hamptons which is a little bit bougie for myself uh, which means that I then recommended the uh, absolute only reason for coming to Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the way that we are going to handle next year's draft location is I believe we are going to be asking for submissions in slideshow form about possible locations that you would prefer uh, that will be voted on by your league commissioner and also, I believe, put to a league vote. Uh, so if you have a location that you want the draft to be in, uh, submitted in slideshow format only, we only use Microsoft Office, so please uh, do that correctly. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to our 2021 draft, hopefully in person. Uh, yeah. Good luck. And our guest has arrived. Welcome, Philip. How goes your Saturday afternoon? Good, sir. Oh, good, man. It's good to be back. Yes, indeed. So good to <laughs> have you. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Ajarapu. All right. Um, Phil, before we get to um, our cute little segment for the week, did you have any uh, comments, concerns, um, uh, tidbits to offer regarding last week, uh, week 11, Freedom Fantasy? Uh, do you have anything to say about your matchup would you like to chastise anyone what do you got um i mean dustin i don't know where to start with that <laughs> um he did not crack 60 which you hate to see otherwise i mean it looked like everyone kind of had a pretty good week last week you know bird i want to give you kudos for your week 10 victory i had russell wilson for like an entire quarter and all I needed was like a point to beat you. And I think he threw like two interceptions and which <laughs> I was is watching the only reason one. you're still alive right now. And it's so, so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't know if you listened last week, but yeah, I, I benched everyone that could have helped me. <laughs> <It> was, 
It was, uh, yeah, I, I felt uh, guilty about getting away with that one. But, um, yeah, you're still in solid position. I, I think you'll be fine. All right. Um, excellent. Let's uh, move on. This week we decided to, it was kind of, a, I think it was Allmeter's idea, actually, uh, a sign after the success of Phil's beverage segment, um, we decided to assign a fast food menu item <laughs> to each squad to represent their performance thus far this season or you could go the fill route and do kind of the legacy application which would also work um yeah um yeah i I, I wanted to make sure uh you you did mine this week phil if i could be so um uh cunty because it was so uh beautiful last time um yes uh all meter all meter did you did you prep for this all meter i definitely i sent it to you I, I prep for fucking everything I do. Okay. I, I needed to save, needed to save. <laughs> I needed to save the first kudos of the day to Phil for him being in person. <laughs> um, uh, that was my favorite segment of the year. Uh, no offense to anyone else's, but man, that drink one. I mean, blue poopy water. I hope becomes like uh, in, in, in that gets referenced for at least another decade before it. it, it, it I, I think I think a long shot moving forward on our drink choices. Uh, was is is uh at hand here so kudos to you (laughs) that that did kind of backfire though because i think some people that did listen to that segment i think i referenced it and then had to immediately deny that i'd ever drinking blue poopy water (laughs) (laughs) Uh, tomato tomato he was getting shredded in the twitterverse (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we're going to start from the bottom of the standings here. Uh, Adam, I, I tailored this one for you. What would you? Uh, what do you have to say about Bobby's squad here? First things first. Uh, I, you, you know, I, I, do, I don't like this this idea that there's some type of a bad blood between me and Bobby. I think we get along very amicably um, in 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 real life. I do have to say though, um, I originally my original game plan for Bobby's. Uh, 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 team was a uh, chipotle bowl uh, but instead of having any meat it was tofu and instead of having any of the other ingredients they put on they just had guacamole because there was only one thing on this team that i actually want which was alexander madison and it wasn't a main course item by by any stretch of the imagination uh and then the rest of the team's just a, a, a big old pile of tofu um but that was my original idea and then, and then, as of as of thirty minutes ago, if you listen to the intro, you you just heard about my awful uh, Starbucks uh, uh, running. Uh, so I'm going to say that if you count Starbucks as a fast food item, I'm going to offer Definitely. you. Uh, 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 yeah, good, good. Uh, I I think Bobby's team is actually a, a regular roast coffee that tastes like shit from Starbucks. When you ordered a blonde roast coffee, they tried to sell you on a overpriced nonsense. Uh, saying that you're for some reason their blonde roast coffee because they had to do it as a pour over because it's after eleven o'clock is somehow <laughs> three sixty, uh, and then they you know tried to charge you three sixty for their shit water and then presided uh, yeah and then eventually I just talked them down and got what I wanted uh, kind of uh, that that's what Bobby's team is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait what should have his own uh, his own podcast where he just gets frustrated at like different fast food restaurants around his town like <laughs> dude it's a daily occurrence i mean you name it Kane's chicken zaxby's chicken 
uh, like, like the local restaurants. I don't want to name any because, you know, you know, we're all trying to pull for them right now during COVID. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a daily occurrence here. It's, it's, and it's not the restaurant chain. It's the people who are working there. Yeah. I don't think Starbucks <laughs> is, 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 is what uh, people are looking to uh, support. I don't think they're, I don't think they're hurting that bad, but <laughs> I could be no, wrong. No. Who knows? <laughs> almost run for president. Ooh, good reference. Yeah. <laughs> Topical. All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, Dustin's squad. Very nice all meter. Uh, Phil, what do you like for Dustin? I mean, this, this is going to be kind of obvious. I tried to keep it down as much as I could because when I think fast food, I always think McDonald's. And for Dustin's team, I didn't pick, I kind of picked one item, but in a roundabout way, I said Dustin's team is the McDonald's dessert menu, but when the ice cream machine is broken. (laughs) (laughs) When When you look at Dustin's team, like if you look through it, like right now, you'd see like, Oh, Juju Smith Schuster, Michael Thomas, um, Adrian Peterson, Chris Carson, Nick Chubb, like all these like great options. Baltimore defense. Like, Baltimore defense. My God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> then you get there and it's like, you know, you, you went out for like your family and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get you guys some like, flurries, like all these, like a couple ice cream cones, a Sunday. And then you come home with four apple pies and <laughs> You start to look at Adrian Peterson, you remember he's 38, and then Michael Thomas got suspended early this year for punching one of his own teammates. So, like, in theory, Dustin's team, like, will look back at him and be like, man, he had so many good players, but in the moments, it's four apple pies. <laughs> and just like and just like those apple pies at McDonald's, uh, Adrian Peterson and those apple pies are both 38 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've been sitting there all day. <laughs> I think I think I have a new slogan uh, for the National Football League: NFL football not quite violent enough for Michael Thomas <laughs> or Adrian Peterson or, yeah, or Adrian Peterson needs to make a switch oh, on that roster. All right, uh, yeah. Stick, stick, stick to sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Um, for number eight, uh, Nick's team, I- I've selected uh, the Arby's roast beef hero. I think that Ooh. it's an item that is, uh, while well-intentioned, ultimately clumsy and is trying to do too much. It's uh, Euro is good with just lamb. I've had the regular lamb Arby's Euro. It's pretty awful. I can't imagine it's improved by that uh, rather um, objectionable Arby's liquefied beef. I think uh, I'll leave it there. (laughs) The the lamb euro is like a very small segment of the population that wants a lamb euro but doesn't want to wait a while for it. But I want it fucking now. Where can I get? Yeah, such I can't. <laughs> How can I fit this lamb euro into my busy schedule? <laughs> Plus, you need ten minutes after to clean the tzatziki off of your denim. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. All right, um, number seven, bird. 
Phil, uh, what have you selected? So I wanted to try to be nicer this time. Uh, I was kind of hard on your your team last time, Bird, and it oh, might have fed your it. team was much worse last time. But this time I, I want to go with, you know, I remember when the season first started, I believe you were 0-3. And not only were you 0-3, but you know how, like, Yahoo, they have, like, the, the week recap of, like, each match? And at the bottom, it kept track of, like, what your record would be if you had faced every team every week. And you were 0-27 for <laughs> the first three weeks. Jesus Christ. So that means I was the bottom scorer every week. The first three weeks, you were the worst team yeah. each week, and your team name was Gang Green. <laughs> like this year, like after you were shaping up, like I was thinking about like trying to like get us to rename the the um, last place trophy after like everything. It was looking terrible for you. So for your team, I said you were a perfect whole Chick Fil A waffle fry at the bottom of the bag that you didn't know about. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, like, you think there's nothing left, right? There's nothing left, and you're kind of reaching around, and, you know, there's some of those little, like, fry crumb chips. You know, they got, like, a stray regular fry in there, but then you just you get one little thing, and you pull it out, and it's that beautiful Chick-fil-A waffle fry. And look at you now. What are you, five and four, or whatever? How many weeks are we? Six and five, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you could be forgiven for not knowing me. You're one over, I don't know yet. <laughs> Back, like, Bill, there was no um, chance this year for you, but now look at you, man. I'm so proud. Oh, thanks, man. You're you're bringing a tear to my eye and a song and my <laughs> asshole. It's beautiful, uh, beautiful <laughs> to hear you speak this way. Yes, indeed. Well, well chosen. Always poetic, Phil. I'm loving it. Uh, Phil, you're up again. Who do you got for number six, Paul the Apostle Schumacher? So uh, I forget um, who who did Chipotle already. Was that? Uh, that was all meter with his uh, avocado tofu uh, bowl. Yeah, yeah. I picked. I just picked Chipotle as the company for Paul <laughs> because <laughs> you look at Paul's roster right now, and his best or it's not his best player anymore, but his first round pick, Lamar Jackson, has COVID. And mm. when I think of Chipotle, the one thing that always comes to mind with Chipotle is like those random bouts. They always seem to have like people are getting like scurvy or like dysteria at Chipotle, <laughs> but people, it never, it never closes. <laughs> people, it, there's always a line, no matter what happens, people always want Chipotle. So you could, you could give me Paul's team, give half his team COVID. I do not care. I don't want to face Paul because you know, He's coming back just like Chipotle. <laughs> I'm loving it. I think I have another slogan. Chipotle, when you feel like rolling the dice. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> that, dude, that, that, that is great, Phil. Yeah, the E. coli. Yeah, they do seem to have the outbreak. E. coli. That would I say scurvy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know. Scurvy's the the sailor like vitamin C deficiency, right? What's yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. a virus? <laughs> I think it has something to do with like just being not poor. being able to stop pooping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
It's one of the D poop diseases. <laughs> it's like it's like extreme diarrhea. I, I, I think defecation right. malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's plow ahead here. Yes, indeed. Uh, Phil, you're up again. Number five, uh, Eric Bachman. Who you got? What do you got, rather? So I was having I was having trouble with his, but uh, I, I I was looking at his roster, and he has six good players and nothing else. Um, so for him, I went with a half a dozen of Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. <laughs> like, just <laughs> keep it simple. Give me those six, and don't look at anything else. <laughs> now i had a i had a question for you guys because also one of the reasons i wanted to bring up Krispy cream was uh when i was a kid i think it was for my soccer team or church i can't remember but and this was like when i was like eight or nine years old and to raise money they would have us go around our neighborhood like door to door and try to sell people like Krispy cream donuts <laughs> But not even like like we had a dozen. We're like, hey, do you want a donut? It was like we were selling people like a subscription to like bring them donuts later. <laughs> bring them something that they could easily get themselves. They could just go out and buy. But it's like, hey, how about in two weeks? What if my dad came by and gave you some donuts? <laughs> I think we can make and come to some arrangement. <laughs> we're, we're trying to buy cleats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, was, oh, that was like a Mitch Hedberg. Do you want some donuts? My team's trying to buy cleats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I Bill, think that is really that. weird. That was, was that a, uh, yeah, it's funny. You can't remember church or soccer team. Um, but yeah, I think both have uh, pedophiles on them. But uh, yeah, the wow. <laughs> yeah the the door to door donut salesman. That's um that's niche. <laughs> it's, it's something you're never gonna see again. Just for the fact that I think about like that my parents just let me walk around the neighborhood, going up to people's doors, selling them donuts when I was eight years old. Is just you'll never see that again. Yeah, I also yeah, think, now I think there used to be like this this level of bs that you'd put up with with an eight-year-old which i would assume right. that if some eight-year-old came up to my door now selling like jinsu knives or something i'm calling bs i can buy that on amazon for like a quarter right. of the price of what you're selling it at but i'm not here to help you or your church or your soccer team or your yeah. NCHS band. i'm not giving an eight-year-old money yeah <laughs> and kid please put on a mistake <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's plow ahead here. Uh, All meter, uh, you've got an item to assign to the number four squad, Philip Cross. What do you like? Look, I, I, I felt like my shamrock shake was the perfect epitome for the team last time. <laughs> um, and, and, and as much as I would love to use the shamrock shake again, I went with a different McDonald's item this time. And, 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 and I came up with a Big Mac meal uh, that if you're going on a regular basis, it, it, it's like, so let's, let's take a month. If you're going and getting a big Mac, maybe like, like, like weekly, I would say one of those weeks you ended up not getting that secret sauce on it for some reason. It just, it, it so Phil's team and I, all right, here's the description. Phil's team is really, really legitimate. I mean, Terry McLaren might be my favorite secret wide receiver that I've never you know heard of, uh, you know, just really an outstanding player. 
Um, uh, you know, Russell Wilson had a, has having a good year, uh, golf, whatever. Um, but, but like every <laughs> once in a while, it's just like missing something. And usually it comes and falls on the back of James Conner, either shitting himself or not performing, uh, you know, or I, who knows, who knows, who knows, he has but, COVID. But, but for, oh, he does have COVID. Yes. All yeah. meter. We discussed this like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Did we? Did I bring that up? No, well, I, I was just talking about COVID, and yeah, I mentioned that Connor was one of the victims this week. Oh, I just, I forget about Connor as much as I can. Um, so, so. Is <laughs> that what calling people to get COVID? Victim? Oh, is that? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, survivor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love, and I, but, so I, I love the Big Mac. I, it just, every once in a while, Phil's team just kind of misses the mark a little bit. And it's that secret sauce. I need that secret sauce all the time, every week, no matter what. All right. Respect also, Giovanni Bernard looks like somebody who would have worked at a McDonald's in the 90s. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> I, I have two words to describe the Big Mac, and those two words are superfluous bread. Why the bread in mm. the center? I, I just... It's baffled me. It, it's I feel like it's one of those relics of, um, you know, the food pyramid or the diet. Just just insert it in there for no reason. I think the, that McDonald's would do well to dispense with that. I think maybe its only purpose is to beef up, um, pun not intended, that sandwich because those two patties are so weak. You know, it's not the quarter pound patty. It's just a regular burger patty that needs um, a little help, a little crutch if you will. Hmm. Thoughts? Um, devil's, devil's avocado there. I mm. think the bread's there because if you put those two patties next to each other, they slip a lot more. So if you put that piece of bread there, it kind of holds... I mean, I mean, so to call I it found burger patties to have excellent traction. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> on, I mean, there's so many was, factors was, involved. You know, grease intake, you know, what, the, what that cow was eating. Uh, you know, there's so many, there's so many factors that we haven't taken into play here. That wasn't uh, devil's avocado. That was more like devil's guac on a tofu bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you could argue that James Conner is the, uh, is the middle bread of my team. Beautiful. Yeah, let's just, let's just let's just go let's let real quick let's go item by item so the two patties on this team <laughs> are alvin kamara and russ wilson the lettuce <laughs> are the wide receiver <laughs> the superfluous bread is james connor and then and then the weird box that came in is giovanni bernard <laughs> no 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 hold on let me, let me... who's the secret sauce <laughs> hawkinson drew lock that's, that's what i'm saying sometimes it's missing ah okay drew lock <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes Jared Goff is there. Sometimes he's not. You know, sometimes it's, you know, Andy Dalton was there for a week, I think. Sometimes it was, you know, Montgomery used to be there. Uh, you, you know, you know, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. You come and go. You come and go. Number three, Robert Johnson. That's getting Phil, out. what do you <laughs> – yes, it will. Phil, <laughs> what do you like for number three, sir, Robert Johnson? All right, this one this one's kind of complicated, but you'll you'll see where I'm going with this. Um, I said I said Rob's team is 
the Wendy's four for four. Right. So <laughs> if you're if you're getting a Wendy's four for four, you've made some mistakes somewhere in your life, right? Like you know, maybe you drafted Joe Mixon, even though everyone was making fun of him, and then you drafted Kenyon Drake in the third round. Right? It's it's not things aren't perfect for you. So Rob goes to Wendy's, he gets the four for four. And then he's talking to one of his friends who has this nice, beautiful cut of steak. And Rob goes, hey, that looks like a lot of meat. And you're like, no, I'm good. This steak's good. <laughs> and he's like, you, he's like, oh, you look a little thirsty. He starts sipping on the Dr. Pepper. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn, I am kind of thirsty. And I was like, oh, I got some fries too. <laughs> and some nuggets and a junior bacon cheeseburger. And next thing you know, he's got your steak. And you have four just pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm feeling the hurt on that one. <laughs> although, although, yes, Watson, uh, assuming Watson is the stake in this scenario. Um, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> in the picture you painted. Yeah, he, he is certainly looking like a prime cut. But uh, yeah. per per you know your credit you granted to the items involved in the four for four, I think um, uh, my end of that trade is doing okay as well. Herbert's looking good. Gibson with a thirty burger for me from the Thursday uh, Thanksgiving game, so that's nice. But Phil, uh, beautiful. I was also going to say that uh, I only ever ordered the four for four when they got rid of the two for five <laughs> where you could uh, two spicy chickens they don't have lettuce now e coli um all right moving on to kurt felson phil what do you like for kurt's squad so for kurt i went with the uh now discontinued as i found out in my research uh the kfc double down now, if you remember <laughs> nice. the KFC Double Down, I almost forgot about it. It was that. a sandwich. <laughs> but they said, no bread. We're going with two deep fried pieces of chicken. And that's kind of how Kurt's roster is constructed if quarterbacks are bread. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's apt. Yes, indeed. Let me. Uh, yeah, let me take. I don't have him pulled up. Yeah, let me look at a. Uh, yeah, dude. With the Phil, do you concur with with my assessment that he's only uh, continually concerned with Bears quarterbacks for the bit? I mean, it has to be. Uh, do Do you agree with that? I think yeah, it's it's Bears quarterbacks and Packers running backs. The, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kurt would rather start the Bears quarterback and Packers running back. Then he would win the fantasy championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem to be the case. <laughs> the KFC double. Have you guys, I think I did have one of those when when they came out. Have you guys ever indulged? No. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. There's you got. It's like the it's like the anti Big Mac. Like you got to have some bread. Like I need a break in there. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 yeah, buy a Big Mac. Take the superfluous <laughs> bread from that one. <laughs> take that and slap it on top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Gorgeous. 
ah, the double down. Fond, fond memories. Adam, you're the last squad, and uh, for your team, I have selected uh, the Wendy's Baconator with crispy yes. with crispy bacon because <laughs> like the uh like the baconator it's in, it's a recent item in Wendy's history in in, in that timeline uh, i would say you adam have recently come on as a fantasy contender you found some very recent success um the baconator is still going strong as is your squad but I think it, uh, as an item, especially with the crispy bacon, is ultimately overwrought. And I added the crispy because your team is brittle. You have Murray, <laughs> Allen, Cook. Your team is not going to bend a lot, but it could very easily break if one of those guys throws up a dud in the playoffs. Can't disagree with you there, but I do love Baconators, and they will clog every artery. <laughs> yeah they're so sim- like all my team they're so simple but man they're good yeah 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 don't overthink it don't overthink it if it can give you a heart attack after 40 years of eating it probably good <laughs> yeah i don't want to i don't want i don't want to be 90 <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what do i want to live for a reasonable yeah. amount of time oh what am i gonna do hang out with my great grandkids <laughs> <laughs> What are you are you expecting me to go on Medicare? I think I give a fuck about posterity. <laughs> um, I'll be I'll be damned if I live long enough to end up in one of those retirement homes. That is one of the uh, kind of one of the um, shitty things about American culture. Maybe you could extend it to the Western world, but specifically speaking about America is that we tend to cast aside our elders we don't have a lot of respect for them we put them in homes we let them contract stds from fucking one another it's a whole thing uh but do we, uh, yes. do we let them do that yeah <laughs> it's, 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 an, it's an epidemic that? they've got uh well, gonorrhea and diphtheria. it's a whole thing what <laughs> <laughs> Bird, what's your solution to getting old people to have sex less? Yeah, well, they don't need to have sex less. They just need to have protected sex. Sex ed. <laughs> Vertica, if there if there was a dream job for you, it was it, it would be retirement home coach, it, it, retirement home sex ed speaker. <laughs> uh, I always have wanted to be a public speaking person. I think this is my, my my way in. Get my foot in the door, as it were. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen, I unfortunately don't have much time left. And I think that uh, I think that this week we will skip the pick them here. We'll still do it so we can have a recap for next week, but we'll do it um, off board, off mic. I, I did want to get to um, kind of a discussion that uh, Phil had mentioned. He, uh, he had a particular gripe with this season and how the league's been structured. That's been a common thread uh, that we've been discussing. And so I thought we might, even though it's a little early in the season, air some grievances a la Festivus. A Festivus celebration. A Festivus <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> so uh, w- with that in mind, I'll, I'll lead off. And I just have a very quick 
uh, grievance. I've had a great time this season, and I think after my fucking uh, dud of an opening, I, I've had some very fortunate balls bounce my way, and uh, I blame no one but myself for whatever shittiness my team has manifested this season. So I was just going to, my, my grievance is complaining about myself, how shitty I've been with my waiver priority. With player movement in general, I've been okay. Uh, free agents have been all right, but um, I've had that number one waiver for three weeks. I just can't bring myself to use it. I'm like, ah, there's there's no one that's worth it. But if I'd have used it three weeks ago, I'd be back in the number one spot again. So um, I think uh, I stink. And uh, Adam, what would you like to bitch about in this space? Full license. Well, now I have two things. The first one is is your narcissistic ass has decided <laughs> that a <laughs> grievance against yourself. So that's my first grievance. My my second grievance is 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 I, I honestly had I I, I I when I was thinking about this earlier, it's the smallest of small details, but the trade deadline is 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 way too early. I, I feel like the trade deadline should be at Good. least extended like this week. Uh, it, 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 it's too hard. It's, it's too hard moving into these last weeks of the, this, these last weeks of the playoffs with only the possibility of picking up people off the waivers, uh, small grievance, everything else. I mean, I really love the way this, this, uh, this year is going obviously for my team. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, not too much, but you know, if I had to pick one small thing, just move that trade deadline back a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Adam, I, I agree yeah, with give you. A little nudge, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been. Mm -hmm. I've noticed some. Um, I mean, the the deadline did sort of spur that deal, which was nice, and uh, you know, a, a few of those deals. But uh, yeah, I agree with you that I, I've noticed, like, ah, you know, I I want to beef this up or I want to move this guy after the deadline. Uh, Phil, what do you think there? There is the the concern of you know people giving up later in the year once they're limited. Um, the one thing I'm actually surprised we haven't seen is, um, which I was kind of worried about, um, was the trading of draft picks. I, I, I thought people would do that, but like, especially if you, like, if you're Bobby or Dustin, I'm surprised they haven't tried to, you know, they didn't try to swing any, like, you know, give you one of their good players and, and try to get a high draft pick for next year to see if a team might be willing to trust their gut that they'd be able to find somebody next year and, and add a really solid player. I was kind of surprised we didn't really see any of that this year. Good call. With, with the draft pick swap, does that have to be uh, because you can't just give someone a pick that everyone still has to have the 15 or 16 picks, right? So it's just you're switching positions. Right. You could like, yeah, like theoretically, like you could just throw like your 18th or 17th round pick or something like if you get because you would have to exactly you would have to um, both teams would have to include draft picks. But yeah, you could work something out where, you know, you ended up with two fourth round picks ne next year and then no. 17th round pick yeah interesting mm -hmm. yeah i didn't i guess i wasn't exact really aware that that was uh available it would certainly if we made use of that add an interesting legacy component kind of a soft legacy a legacy light if you will uh yeah and i hate everything about it get it out of here knock it out what, That's what? My agreement. oh you you don't want to trade deadline at all no, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I, I don't want. I don't want a trading draft picks. That's that's not. That's, that's, I, I love. I love the fact that each year is a new clean slate. It's just a meritocratic thing 
And then all of a sudden people are like, you know, trading up and making it an uneven meritocratic system. I've been calling bullshit. I want to see clean slates at the beginning of every year. Draft picks for the year. All right. Actually, I, I agree with that. I was just surprised based on the rules we had that no one tried to to do anything with that. But yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Interesting. An interesting discussion to be had in the offseason, no doubt. Phil, um, it's been discussed much this year you had something to say about the two quarterback development what do you hate i don't you know hate i don't like to let me instead let me use another forward a letter word a list and let me read you this list that i made earlier today brandon allen robert griffin the third mike glennon jalen hurts mitch trubisky nick mullins P.J. Walker, Joe Flacco, Jameis Winston, Jake Luton, twice, Chase Daniel, and Garrett Gilbert. What do all these names have in common? Well, these were all quarterbacks that were picked up in this league in the month of November. <laughs> when we first developed the two-quarterback league system, it made sense with the idea like, oh, well, we could start Ryan Fitzpatrick or Jared Goff. What has happened is something much, much worse. Due to quarterback hoarding, teams have been forced to start P.J. Walker and Drew Locke. I feel like this wasn't the intention when we came up with this rule. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I, that is quite the, uh, the bleak list that you just offered there, but, um, okay. Was it the we, second Jake Luton listing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what got you? I mean, oh, yeah, that, that was certainly a twist of the blade into my rib cage, but, um, in, <laughs> in, into the league's rib cage really, but okay. Phil, uh, riddle me this here, Dickless. Do you think that it would be, would you be all right with a super flex so that you know you didn't need to have the quarterback slot? You could insert, um, you know, a running back or a receiver in there. Um, would, would, or do you think that would be something of a half measure? And we'd have, if not the same, a similar problem, and we should just go back to the one QB. What do you think? So, I, I, was, I was thinking about that the super flex. The issue there is that even a guy like, um, like Robert Griffin III, right? He's starting for Lamar Jackson. He's still projected to get like 13 points. Like I don't have anybody on my bench right now that I would be able to insert into a lineup that's going to score more than Robert Griffin III is projected to score outside of a you know exactly. another backup quarterback. So I feel like the super flex would just, you know, unless you have like, for whatever reason, four insane running backs, you know, at that point, you'd be better off trying to trade for just an average quarterback as opposed to, yeah. you know, I feel like you'd still end up with the same, the same issues we have now. Something I was thinking about, I, I don't know the specifics of it was um, going back to a one quarterback, but having like the quarterback scoring be like more similar to um, like uh, traditional scoring, like, um, like, like bump up how much you get for like passing yards, give them six points um, for a passing touchdown instead of four to kind of, reward people for having like the upper echelon of quarterbacks 
but at the same time, you know, you don't have to worry about trying to how you're going to get Joe Flacco into your lineup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, an, that's an interesting play because it does then value the because because the issue at hand is that the one quarterback system or, or team it undervalues the quarterback. So you can just I mean I mean I'm notorious for streaming quarterbacks the past like six yeah. seasons before this one, and then the two quarterback system. Uh, and it's never really hurt of me. The two quarterback system is basically you're 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 picking at chips. The one thing I will have to say is next year wouldn't be a COVID year. So I don't think that this would be as ridiculous as it has been this year. I mean, there has been absolute, you know, scraps picked up as starting quarterbacks, uh, uh, basically that entire list. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Bumping up the quarterbacks to actual numbers that you would see a, a regular quarterback put up that that's actually, that, that might be the best middle ground at that point. All meter. I'm glad you brought up COVID because that's what I was <clears throat> going to ask or uh, raise. I do think that, the already scarce position given the two slots was exacerbated uh, by COVID and just made the position completely scarce. You know, any other position you can find folks to pick up slot somebody in, but it's all meter optimistic of you to think that next year won't be a COVID year. I, I certainly hope that's right. I was, I was going to say, yeah, uh... <laughs> I just want to verify that in the state of Mississippi, COVID has been over since august we have done basically minimal <laughs> precautions uh since uh, since august uh let's let's let's, let's be real so so it, yeah yeah as, as, as the true mississippian that i am well i don't see what's going big fuss is about it's a but goddamn different planet you, yeah yeah what do you say phil i said if only you guys had the internet you would know more <laughs> <laughs> One day we need, we need, um, uh, uh, Bezos to open up a a new, uh, headquarters. All right. I, 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 guess if you're listening, (laughs) (laughs) this is our plea. I feel like, so, so, so this is, this is a shout out to Dustin. Dustin, I'm glad you're moving to Denver. Uh, super pumped for you, uh, enjoying that for a year. I feel like I feel like Dustin picking Denver. So Dustin was living in New York City and he was like, well, you know, in the last podcast, he was like, I have basically anywhere I can move to in the country. But instead of choosing like a really exotic place like, you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming or like somewhere like off the beaten path, like Birmingham, Alabama, he just picks like the second biggest hipster city that he could in Denver. And likewise, I feel like that's how Jeff, uh, Jeff, uh, our, 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 our longtime listener, Jeff, uh, picks Amazon locations, which is we could put this literally anywhere, triple the economy of that place, but we're going to put it in the spot that doesn't really need it. We're going to New Jersey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a. <laughs> I, say, I like to think, I like to think that the world's richest man like takes like an hour out of his week every week to listen <laughs> to a fantasy podcast for a league that he's not in. <laughs> to oh, the, man. To the most high- of niche markets. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wonder who Adam picked in the Dustin shirt matchup this week. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been sending him every show. I don't know why um, he hasn't responded to my tweets. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, gentlemen, um, it's been uh, a gorgeous afternoon uh, spent with you. I do unfortunately have to retire at this time. 
Um, uh, anything, uh, anything quick, anything you want to sign off with, uh, Phil, I'll throw it to you first, sir. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to say that, uh, for anyone who's interested, uh, the after hours segment of the show, Adam and I will be continuing our previous discussion of the logistics of the construction of my house. So, uh, <laughs> definitely a, a must listen. <laughs> Bit of a uh, an Adam Carolla uh, ace on the house. Yes, indeed. Right on, For Adam. All of our uh... <laughs> it's on the Patreon. Adam, uh, anything before we exit? Uh, what Phil said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, for myself, Michael Turtica, my co-host Adam Allmeter, and our illustrious guest Philip Cross. This has been the freedom fantasy week 12 podcast signing off Peace out.